Uh, we've all been dealing with the shelter at home and the pandemic and all the news that's been going on differently. Some of us uh, dealing with it one way, others having a very hard time. And uh, because of that, I wanted to talk. And, and and since May is Mental Health Awareness Month, as we start to wind things down, I wanted to talk to uh, Dr. Stuart Shankman. He is the Chief of Psychology at Northwestern University Feinberg School of Medicine. And we spoke just before the pandemic really hit. Doctor, thanks for taking some time. Good to speak with you again. Good to speak with you, too. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. Uh, all right. Now, we talked right before this whole thing took off. In the in the 10 weeks, 9 weeks that have passed, uh, what are you finding is one of the most common things that people are talking to you and your colleagues about as it comes to their own mental health and how they're dealing with this? I think the biggest problem that's happening right now is sort of the uncertainty. Um, as we seem to be approaching phase three, where things are going to start to open up, um, there's some optimism in, in folks, but I think the, the uncertainty regarding can we maintain uh, this this new status and can we, or are things going to get worse in the fall? I think the uncertainty is really starting to hit people. And does does a confusion of message also get it? If if one day you're being told, oh, there's you know, it the virus can live on cardboard, and then you're finding out, well, maybe not. And so we're getting so many conflicting messages from so many different places. It's hard for any of us to sort out what's real and what's not. Yeah, the messages I think are are confusing. The ones that we. Um, maybe get from certain politicians or, or, or um, which might be different than things that we see in social media, which might be different than things that, that we read and other stories online. And, and all that just contributes to this uncertainty. And we know that uncertainty really leads to a lot of anxiety in people. And I, I don't want to use words like, is it normal or phrases like, is it normal to feel this way? But as we approach, as we approach things opening up, and you start to talk to your friends and family, and everybody has a different opinion. And some people you can tell are are very, very nervous about it. Is it is it normal to have at least some level of anxiety as as you mentioned the unknown? And as we're going now into crowds, and we have to put our faith in other people, you know, to do to help everyone do the right thing. It's not just well, I know I can do the right thing. Now I have to worry about everybody else doing the right thing too. And what is the right thing? Right. The the uncertainty and the unknown is absolutely stressful for a lot of people. And, and if people are going to um, venture out and to, you know, sit in outdoor cafes at restaurants um, and uh, uh, maybe walk in, in groups less than uh, small, small groups, um, there's a level of trust that people have to have with there uh, with other people. But at the same time, I think, you know, people, we, we trust our, our fellow man regularly you know when we drive a car we trust that people are going to stop at lights we trust trust that people are going to generally obey the rules of rules of the road these are different rules of the road um these are rules of COVID 19 road i guess yes. um but but at the same time i think we we we're kind of used to that we were used to you know living in a society where we need to trust our other people around us what is a what is a good rule of thumb for people i, I for me part of dealing with the anxiety was to cut off or, or minimize the amount of news. When this started, I was watching the news nonstop. And then after a, a couple of weeks, I was like, you know what, I need to take a break. Is that is that a good strategy for people if they're starting to feel overwhelmed? Absolutely. I think uh, information overload is a big problem that we're seeing in, in, in a lot of people. And 
So unplugging for a little bit, I think, is is adaptive. At the same time, you want to be naive and 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 ignore and ignorant, I should say, not naive, but ignorant of what's going on. Mm-hmm. But checking one article a day, two articles a day, maybe one. Um, listen to the radio for a little bit. Um, that's healthy. That's well. Adaptive. We think you should but, listen to the radio a lot. <laughs> a lot, sure. <laughs> go, go but if ahead, you're on seven hours a day, but if you're on for seven hours a day or something, that might not be that right. might not be helpful. Yeah. So how how can someone know? Because everybody, I'm guessing, has some level of anxiety about something. How do we know if? What we're feeling as we as we start to venture out and we're going to the to, to the store, we're starting to go out and maybe maybe eat at a restaurant. How do we know that our level of anxiety is okay and at a manageable level, as opposed to it's starting to eke past that line where now we need to to worry about it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, anxiety is sort of a natural human emotion, right? If you you go into the woods, um, in a, in a, it's normal to feel a little bit of anxiety. Like, is there, is there going to be animals or snakes or something? Um, so the, the thing that people need to really be aware of is, is this impacting my day-to-day functioning, my day-to-day life? So how is my sleep? Is my sleep a mess? Um, am I, do I not have an appetite? Am I uh, getting in fights and arguments with family much more than normal? Um, am I not able to focus on my job or, or on my day-to-day uh, activities. If you start seeing impairment in those things, in those sort of uh, what we call um, activities of daily living, then there might be some problematic anxiety. For somebody who, who may not be speaking to a professional yet, but thinks, okay, maybe maybe I will in the future because things are things are changing all the time. Do you have something, a simple exercise that they can do? Say you're at the grocery store and all of a sudden people aren't wearing masks and they're not going the way that the traffic flow is, and you feel yourself start starting to get really upset where you're, you can feel your heart pounding and things are, things are starting to feel out of control. What, what can somebody do to, to quickly maybe just get that moment under control for themselves? Well, that's actually one of the first steps that we always tell people is to try to be aware for when your heart starts pounding, for when you when you feel a little shortness of breath, because that's for a lot of people they don't even catch that first step. They don't even notice that their body is starting to get anxious. But assuming that people um, are aware and, and are able to to uh, notice those those changes in their body, um, doing some uh, just sort of deep breathing, some big belly breaths, where you really take a long inhale. Um, and then a really long exhale. And the important thing with sort of deep belly breathing is to really focus on the exhale, um, to really sort of count, you know, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand during the exhale. And it's amazing how how uh, uh, effective deep breathing is for reducing anxiety in this short term situation, like you're describing. That sounds like a, sounds like something I need to practice. Things things do get out of <laughs> out of control quickly when you're out, and and there's. I think one, and maybe you agree with me, we have to, as when we start getting that nervous, we have to think about, well, we can't control everybody else. And I think that's part of what people are bristling at over a lot of things. Oh, I can't be controlled. I don't want to be controlled. We need to we need to realize all we can control is our action, and maybe that'll make things go along a little bit easier. I totally agree that, you know, we, we can't control what other people do and how other people are going to behave. And, and all we can do is, is to try to do the best and, and, and teach our family members the, the, you know, the, the right values that we, that you have as well. That's also very important. And essentially, you know, as we were talking about before, you're sort of surrendering control. And for a lot of people, that's a really difficult thing to do. 
At, that's it, yeah, and that seems to be at the crux of a lot of the issues. People don't want to feel like they don't have control. And in this instance, none of us have control. We don't know, even the most educated epidemiologists, no one, no one knows for sure what's happening. So for the usually there's a few people that you go, oh, well, I can turn to them because they know exactly what's happening. There's not too many of those people out here anymore. No, I mean, we, I think we... we be listening to you know the cdc and and the department of public health in illinois and sort of following their guidelines but you're right for for even those experts it's a guess it's an educated guess but it's still a guess and and in many ways we just need to accept um that that time will move on and, and we need to surrender some control here if people are starting to feel overwhelmed and, and maybe they've never uh, been to a therapist before where where can they go for northwestern to look and start to to think well maybe Maybe I do want to talk to somebody because things are things have just gotten too big and too crazy, and I need to I, I need to help I need help getting this figured out. Right. So at Northwestern Medicine, we made a, a lot of uh, sort of a quick shift doing a lot of telehealth mm-hmm. um, because we didn't want uh, our patients and clients to come in and and have to necessarily expose themselves to higher risk. So we're doing um, lots of therapy and and medication. Uh, uh, checkups um, with folks via telehealth, so whether it's over Zoom or over over the phone, um, we've really gone almost exclusively to that. So if people are interested, you know, they should go on the um, Northwestern Memorial or Northwestern Medicine website and and uh, make an appointment with one of our clinicians. And this is a, this is the time to do it because we're all, we are all in uncharted waters. Dr. Shankman, thanks again for taking some time today. It was great talking to you again, and I'm sure we will talk again soon. All right. Thanks again. Everybody, Take care. be safe out there. That's Dr. Stuart Shankman. He is the Chief of Psychology at Northwestern University's Feinberg School of Medicine. Again, you can go to Northwestern Medicine's website if you, uh, if you think you need some help, and there's nothing wrong with getting help if you need it.